0: Thank you so much for joining us today for the Northgate Review Podcast, where we take a look at the sermons that were given in our Sunday services. Today, me and PLD have a lot of fun, so thank you for joining us, and let's go. Welcome, friends. Welcome to the Northgate Review podcast. We whoop, took a whoop. weekend off.
1: You took a week off.
0: Well, yeah, we took a week off.
1: No, there was no we. I couldn't figure did, out how to do this. Did we
0: do this together? <laughs> we no, al- we took a week. We off. We always
1: do this together. But you see, this is what happens: is um, when the brains of John A <laughs> always goes on vacation. Not not always, you make it sound like I'm always gone You're gone a lot
0: I haven't been gone on a weekend since November, beginning of November
1: Oh, whatever Wife's
0: birthday, man, we went to Portland No way Oh, that's true, check the records, check the travel history
1: Anyways, you can see how dependent we are on
0: Johnny! Johnny!
1: It's either going to be Kurt or Johnny now (laughs) Wait, wait, you got to tell people Yeah, my wife wife... started
0: calling me Kurt My wife, who has never listened to our podcast, decides to listen to that <laughs> Randomly, one podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that one time. She, I can't remember if it was texting first. No, or if it was texting. Was, on the, was it texting? Yeah. And she's just like, oh, Kurt. And she just sends that out there. And, then and she's like, like, okay, Kurt. <laughs> who, who are you? Why are you listening to the podcast now? Now <laughs> I, I got to watch what I say. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, so this week. Uh, yeah, so we we're super.
1: Yeah, anyways, we're super dependent on you. So here's what's <laughs> going to happen is if you're listening to this one first, you might be. We're doing two Uh, this week
0: no you won't listen to this one first you might oh yeah you probably will this was easier to edit yeah (laughs) yeah
1: so we're doing two we're going to be doing the promised recap of kill the spider series and And we actually have a special guest
0: we'll tie in anger since we missed that one we'll throw that in the conversation as well
1: and we actually have a special guest that's going to be on there too because we are going to be doing it uh, we're going to video it as yeah, well. So there's video. the two versions. The well, only difference we're gonna is... We're going to have it in just a regular podcast too, right? We can do the audio as well.
0: Yeah. The big difference will be it won't... Um, the video version is going to be up on our YouTube channel where you watch the sermons. That's sure. where you're going to be able to watch that. So... Keep that in mind, but uh, we're going to film that in just a little bit, but right now we're diving into our podcast from this weekend, yeah, we PLD kicked off, Life, Money, Legacy! Kicking off, a, yeah. <laughs> That's the way you got to announce it.
1: Oh. Life,
0: <laughs> Money, Legacy!
1: <laughs>
0: okay, right on. Yeah, so we started it out. You didn't bring that kind of energy on Sunday? or um, You brought like a grand in your pocket, huh? I did. It was real. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, I had 157 people ask me for money. I started keeping count because I just did the, wow, you're the first person to ask me. Wow, you're the 17th person to ask me for money. Hmm. You're the 123rd person. So I kind of enjoyed that, actually.
0: Were they asking you for the full thousand or were they just asking you for anything?
1: Totally variable. It was. D- hmm. I, I actually had one person ask me if I would lend them. Everybody else just wanted it. One person just wanted a loaner. Really? I was super tempted.
0: He said, just... I'll pay you back with interest or just give me ninety yeah. days?
1: Yeah, he said, Will you loan me a hundred bucks?
0: Huh. What was he gonna do with it? I have no idea. Maybe he was gonna buy you a present. I think he was just gonna <laughs> Maybe he was gonna put your picture on a billboard and yeah. advertise for the church and then the return of that would be the tithing would go up.
1: That's not why we do church.
0: No, nah, I'm just taking the plot from I love you man.
1: I don't understand.
0: <laughs> Never mind. You yeah, he gets it. Okay our producer gets it <laughs> that doesn't even make sense either
1: yeah gabriel is in here gabriel Azevedo. yeah man yeah
0: yeah he's in here just watching and learning
1: he's getting well it's mostly because he's setting up for the video we're going to do in a minute but we're not doing video now so we we need to get right to it cuz we've been getting i you know it's been a little rough we've gotten some complaints that um a little um, bit too much tomfoolery yeah you want us yeah chicanery <laughs> yeah Little chicanery. Want us to get right into it? You're like, hey, Sean get, in, Connery. get in, get in, get get into it. Um, All right. Well, so, here we go. Yeah. I mean, let's have at it. This week.
0: <laughs> what are you laughing about? Moving on. This week we, um, yeah, I was gone, so I got to watch a little bit of uh, church online from the you, great you, state oh, of you Arizona. Watched it live? Yeah, lying. man.
1: Oh wow. How was that?
0: It was fantastic. Did you shout out? No, I wanted to remain anonymous. I didn't want to uh, interrupt the chat room. Vanessa Kelch, shout out to her, was doing a great job in the chat room. Okay. I was able to watch it. Okay. Um, great conversations happening. Watched my buddy Tony lead worship. That was really fun. Thought he did a great job. Watched you come up there, and uh, yeah, it was just a great weekend. It's good. It was a lot of fun. It's, it was it was a good weekend for me because uh, that's probably the first time I've ever heard you reference the time of worship at the beginning of your message and I thought oh that's really good that was a really good time of worship I really like that
1: it was yeah I enjoyed it so yeah you can't see that though no if um if you're just watching the message you have to actually be live. well
0: you can it's in the it's in the video on YouTube too really yeah
1: like you have an option
0: no you can't watch the worship. That's what oh I'm I, I see. oh yeah yeah no no just the Yeah, comment. so now if
1: you just watch the video or listen to yeah, you'll miss the message you're like, "Oh, what did I miss?" Uh, and yeah. it was just telling you what you yeah. missed. It was great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's one more chance to watch it Thursday night. You can watch it live simulated live on a uh, live stream.
1: All right, so let's talk about this. Let's get into it.
0: Yeah, this is Stop one of messing these messing around. Yeah.
1: This is one of these um This is one of these fun conversations. Um, that people don't think are very fun. Money. Yeah, why is that?
0: I love hearing about money. Okay. Uh, from a church that does it well. I guess yeah, I should actually take that back. I hate hearing <laughs> about money from a church that doesn't talk
1: about money well. Okay, so w- explain that a little well, bit. Well, in, so in your in your own opinion.
0: Well, one of my favorite things, I grew up in a in a small church. My dad was uh, pretty anti big churches because, just like Ken talks about when he planted the church many years ago. Big churches only talk about money. They only want your money. And I was coming from Baptist roots. And, uh, you know, Baptist churches were notorious for passing an offering plate every single feel time. like I need to do what you're doing with the yeah, mic. man, do what you're it. doing with the <laughs> mic. So Baptist churches would always pass the offering plate. My dad didn't want anything to do with that. And then when I, so it was kind of like that with every church I went to, and then I came to Northgate, and that was when I realized, oh, you guys don't pass an offering plate. My dad would really like this place. Wait, that was your first experience? Without, with a church that didn't pass offering? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, then, uh, and then a couple,
1: I think Passing about, offering sounds like we're passing it out.
0: <laughs> like we're taking, hey, take a buck.
1: Hey, we're going to go Pay and pass out offering. Yeah,
0: take mm-hmm. a buck. Someone else put that in there for you. <laughs> you put in, if you can, you take out what you need. Hey. Those
1: are, that happens too. There's churches that do that.
0: I like that. Uh, and then I went to a church in, so this was the first church I went to that I, I really liked the way we handled money. And then I went to a church in Arizona for a weekend when I was visiting family and it just so happened that they were starting a building campaign that weekend. Mm -hmm. So I got to sit in on church while they talked about how they're going to start raising money together, but they handled it so beautifully. And, uh, I I do honestly believe it's how we would do it if we were ever going to build a building, but. Um, It was just really amazing to hear them break down money, and the way they did it was they went to their key volunteers, their core group of people, which was like 100 and something out of the thousands that they have at the church, and they went to them first for the first few months of this building campaign before they even made it public, and they were like, we want you to raise, uh, you are the most invested, we want you guys to raise, I think it was like the 50%, and I think that that core group of people, before they even went public with the church, raised like 70 or 80% of it for the church building which was just amazing. So they were even, when they were bringing it to the church, they were celebrating what the church had already done. Mm -hmm. So I was just sitting there as an outside. So anyway, that's a cool way to talk about money in church. I like the way that we've handled it thus far. Um, So I like when we, when churches do a good job talking about money. It is a very uh, terrible issue in the world today. That was a long rant.
1: Yeah, I think, well, and we talked about this for a moment, or it's kind of how I opened up, is that, Money is powerful, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The same thing of, like, no one likes paying their bills. They don't like paying for, like, brick and mortar that already exists, you know, your house payment. You like paying for something that's, like, new and exciting Mm -hmm. and that's, like, doing something or telling a story. Um, You could get pumped about your house payment if your house was going to tell a story. Sure. Right? Uh, And so if you can, like, catch that vision of, like, I could pay off my house quicker because it has a story to tell, and I can go into that in just a minute. Uh, for my own life. But um, I think that that's something honestly that churches miss out on an opportunity too often. Um, you know, you, you give to a, a nonprofit uh, or a parachurch or something else. What are they doing? They're constantly telling you stories of like, you just did this. Your impact was right here. This is what happened because of your gift or what's happening and what you're partnering with collectively all these people are involved in this and then you feel like wow that's amazing like look at I played a piece in this so um, I think one of the things we really try to focus on here because it is so important is that um, and that will tease this out more throughout the series and I introduced that idea of um, our money either represents stuff or stories Mm -hmm. and that it tells a story And I think that it's the church's job to really introduce and tell a lot of those stories and invite people in because um, as people pour into that same cup, there's beautiful things that happen um, that wouldn't normally happen just by yourself. So that's why I love that we do these transformation stories, you know, um, because we're putting it constantly in front of ourselves. It's reminding me of like, wow, look at what i'm a part of because i'm giving just a little bit of what i have you're constantly reminding me the impact that it's making and we're going to be starting to do um, like monthly missions updates Mm -hmm. just to celebrate like hey because of your support you know because we talk about dollar club every week Um, we're going to start trying to grab um, some other stories specifically from dollar club but other, the other organizations that we're partnering with, you know, like that's why walk for water. So successful Hmm. tells a great story. There's a great story behind it. And we can tell the story. And because of, you know, your few bucks that you're either raising through friends, family members, your sphere of influence, or, um, that you're doing yourself tells like super awesome story. You played a part collectively in literally changing lives. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, that that's where, I think a lot of times the church misses out on opportunity because they feel like it is just so taboo, or um, because they feel like it's that private thing, or they're just um, it's Gabriel. Hold on, Gabriel's gonna go out the door. Hold on, we're just gonna pause. He feels oh come like, on, Gabriel. He feels like it's squeaking. I just saw him. I felt oh bad. Oh my goodness. I felt bad for the young man.
0: <laughs> poor poor little guy. <laughs> our, our producer has left the room.
1: So either that, or they just don't participate at all because I feel like it's taboo and it's like private and it's uncomfortable so I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable but like man Jesus was constantly trying to make you feel uncomfortable Mm. he loved us so well but everything that was going on was uncomfortable because it was this major shift and uh you know we have to walk into that but I think appropriately walking into it so we don't sit here and give like the prosperity gospel and you know, all of these things are going to happen to you because this it's, it's what's going to happen through you, not necessarily yeah. to you. But it goes back to that same conversation of it's not what I want from you. It's what I want for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the things that are for you are you're a part of impact. You're a part of kingdom work. Um, and there is things that do happen within us, um, especially when it comes to surrendering and restraint of power. Mm-hmm. Um that um, is really uh, a powerful work that happens in our life when we allow that to happen. Yeah. Um, Nothing
0: feels better than actually truly, genuinely giving away and seeing the difference immediately. Like, that's just the way our brains are wired to feel super good about what we just did. Right. And then you feel bad because you're like, wow, I just did it for that feeling. But
1: (laughs) Yeah, which is why that, you know, that uh, God loves a cheerful giver. It says don't give out of reluctancy or, you know, just like as a, a reflex yeah. to do something, but be thought out um, and make a decision because yeah. there's larger impacts to it. Not to say that, you know, you shouldn't be moved by something and participate. Um, and so teaching people, you know, what are some filters and some guides, like um, to make those types of decisions. And one thing I've said here for a while is there's two of those categories. It's what are you grateful for Mm -hmm. you know, you need to give to that because you're grateful for it and you want it to continue to happen. So if you come to this church and you connect with God and it gives you a place to connect into community and all these other things, and you're grateful for it, and you're grateful to the student ministries and the the children's ministries and the outreach programs, then give to that. Give to that first. You're grateful for it. And then after that, it's, well, then what breaks your heart? You know, Does it break your heart that um, there's an orphan in some place? Does it break your heart that um um there's um you know the like we did years ago the christmas offering that there needs to be a van that needs to be fixed because it's helping homeless ministry locally does it break Hmm. your heart um that there's not you know fresh clean water in a village i mean there's a multitude of things and all of us our heart is broken for something a little bit different and so it's figure out what that is and then Hmm. partner with that and resource the heck out
0: of it yeah Absolutely. So kind of functioning this weekend uh, or this podcast as a promo for the the weeks ahead of us, since we haven't actually done one of those yet either, um, you kind of set up that, that whole premise of this, like you said, Uh, Is your money uh, telling a story or is it, um, what was the other word you used? Stuff. Or is it stuff? Is it stuff or telling a story? Um, What are ways that you're going to be teasing this out in the next few weeks as we go into this series? What are some different topics that you want to address? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so life, money, legacy. It's this whole big story um, that uh, our life tells a story, our money tells a story, our legacy tells a story. And teased on that just a little bit through this biblical framework. So we just talked about um, the biblical framework. Um, I think that um, it would be important about talking about how to break the bondage of debt. Mm -hmm. Um, And part of that just goes into a plan. We have a plan for all kinds of things in our lives, like spiritual formation. And I think there's some spiritually formative stuff when it comes to um, the health of getting out of debt. And just the, the way that spiritually that just can thwart and weigh down things and in your family and you Um, then um, pride poverty and gratitude what do we do with that kind of what you were saying like what are we proud of that we're doing or what are we doing you know out of a grateful heart or you know is that part of the don't let the right hand know what your left hand is doing and how can we partner um, with that and be grateful for what we're partnering with then maybe talk about like the myth of money. So maybe the number one, two, three, or four myths of money. More about like what your what your money is actually saying, hmm. um, and also what it would s- what you would say about money and what it might say about you mm-hmm. uh, and who you are. And then um, for your legacy w- is more focused on like wealth, wisdom, and the word, and mm-hmm. what that looks like. So. I don't know like how far into that we will we'll go. We're not going to go super far. We're coming up on Easter. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. But, um, really all of these conversations, including this kill the spider conversation has been really this year. So far has been about like some really clear next steps Yeah. that let's just not talk about some life change. Let's, let's put our foot down yeah. and take some next steps, pursue God and see the richness that can come out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I've just been excited because I, th- I think we've been seeing some of that. I agree. And it's not just a feeling.
0: There's actions. There's breakthrough um, that's going on. So, Yeah, absolutely. It's and, I, and And that's my favorite thing that we're doing right now with the next steps, but making them really fighting hard to try our best to make tangible next steps that are one step at a time, not saying, hey, let's go out and donate $10,000 for a well in Uganda, but saying like, hey, that could be a next step for you. But let's start really small because, honestly, that's how we're going to get to keep moving forward. Let's keep taking it's one step at a time. same thing with the time. dollar club. Yep.
1: Okay, start with a buck. Some yeah, of you absolutely. have never given before. You don't feel like you can give, but you can figure out how to give a dollar. And out of that, the richness that comes from that, I mean, that's where a lot of people grow their giving out of. And yeah. just to feel like it's taking steps. It's not going from zero to hero. Some people need to go to hero right away. I mean, you're just mm. not participating at all. Yeah. And there's no reason not to and work on that spiritual discipline because it is a discipline and there is a lot of spirituality attached to it. I mean, mm. we talked about that how much Jesus talks about that. And um, when we let that thing have control in our life, when it controls our thoughts, I mean, that turns into the whole, you know, we, we, we live to work and working for the man and what is that producing mm. ultimately? And, you know, then where you're spending your money at certain times and on what and what comes out of it. So um, I think one of the big things, and I think as we walk through this podcast over the next few weeks is getting away from the taboo part of talking about money Mm. and like, let's just really have a conversation that you wish somebody else had with you. And we're not trying to be like financial planners or (laughs) advisors for you, but I mean, I'll tell you, there's some great things that I've learned and I think you've learned and there's some stuff in the the Bible, biblical principles for these things and mistakes and like, Let's start taking some next steps together. I mean, like, legitimately, let's start trying to figure out how to create a budget. Mm-hmm. There's too many people that I talk to that their money doesn't have a name. It's just yeah. kind of around and it's in there. And they use that as an excuse for, um, well, I don't really know what's coming in and going out. I haven't really paid attention to it. I'm just not good at it.
0: Hmm.
1: Right. <laughs> so get good. Yeah. It, that's a major responsibility. If you want to have more, do better, with more comes more responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so you need to understand that and lean into that and teach your kids about that or teach someone that's next to you about it. There's so many people that I talk to that are having like these financial issues. or hmm. I mean, you've even talked to me. You're like, yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't understand. I mean, we'll be oh, straight yeah. up. You've said, I don't understand. Your wife's a teacher. You work <laughs> at a church.
0: Where are you getting your money?
1: <laughs> How are you able to do stuff? And this yeah. not like a overnight fix this has been years and years and years of the long game slow Mm -hmm. grinding focused dedication that's continual focused dedication um, to say no no no, I've decided I'm gonna be debt-free and I'm not gonna carry those things so I have margin like I've never had before oh absolutely I look at my yeah I look at
0: my finances if I eliminated the debt that I have I'd I'd be sitting there having people come up to me. Where are you getting your money as a pastor and and your wife being a nanny? Like yeah, I it's it's debt. It's the the bondage of debt, as you referenced, and I'm sure we'll get into it more. Yeah. Over the coming weeks, but well, yeah, I mean years it's, it's ago. It's ugly. Yeah.
1: I shared this with the, the staff a couple of weeks ago, when we were kind of talking about this. Is that um, you you, you have margin by ways, and it, we, I kind of like teased into it of, you know, ten years ago, whatever you made, if you looked at what you make today. Yeah. Which. I am assuming is a little bit different.
0: I made about the same ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs>
1: for most people, let's say it's just a teensy bit different, just a house of cost of living, etc. Whatever happens, um, then if you continue just to live off of what you lived on before, there's margin. I mean, that's one of the things that um, that I focused on and my wife focused on, which is confusing for people. Of yeah, so years ago, I mean, we were hand to mouth and. This is what we lived off of. This is what we had to live off of. And so we learned to live off of it. Mm. Well, as things change and, you know, your things shift over time or whatever takes place, we just didn't shift what we what we lived off of. I mean, we still do stuff and fun stuff, but yeah. there's margin to take care of those extra things. Or we can make a decision to do something and go into you know, debt per se, because we've got a snowball built big enough to tackle it over time Mm -hmm. and take care of it because we're still living within our means. And that's one of those things is living within your means and then really living on less in a decision.
0: I think that is probably one of the biggest problems facing the younger generation is understanding what your means are and choosing, and it goes back to the the last conversation that we had of of killing the spider with envy and and comparison, but understanding that you don't need to be living the life the way you want to eventually get there. It's so hard to say no now, and and understand that okay, if I if I live well for the next five years with my finances. That I probably will have the money and have a better setup to be able to do the things that I want to do. But but I'm telling you, with the rise of Instagram and and Facebook and social media and and comparison, it goes a lot back to the
1: Yeah, it goes a lot back to the spiders we talked about. Lust and gluttony and all those things.
0: It's we wanna live outside of our means without really knowing it cuz we're looking at the other person living outside their means but we don't see they're living outside their means we just think that wait he has a job making less than me and he has this and he has this why do I not have that he makes less money so he's able to do it i've got to be able to do it too and then we either yeah.
1: that or you think i'm the only one struggling yeah
0: yeah and everybody else is fighting and grinding
1: through it too part of it's breaking the cycle hmm. being mean,
0: being unique
1: changing being your family tree apart. man
0: yeah well, let me ask you, uh, and we can close with this. So you you said at the beginning of this. Oh, this session, is a you, fast one. Well, yeah, we got we got a plan today. <laughs> we got to keep <laughs> moving. Uh, as you uh, as you started this off, you said talking about as I've already referenced, your money uh, talks about stuff, where it tells a story. What would you say your story is, you and your wife, or even yourself? You referenced a little bit of that in your message through, um, you know, walking into that corporate world at 17, 18 years old and making a lot of money than, than realizing what debt looks like. But if you could kind of sum up what you've seen God do through taking hold of it, what does your story look like thus far with your money, you and your wife, uh, introducing your wife into it, but what you had to learn on your own and uh, moving into that?
1: I'm not totally sure I understand your question. Oh. No. Okay. but Well,
0: if your money tells a story, like mm-hmm. we're talking about, what would your money tell the story of? That's
1: a good question.
0: <laughs> How have you not thought this out?
1: <laughs> no, I, I have. I mean, there's lots of... The, I mean, you gave a really broad timeline, a wide timeline. So, in Well, the beginning, it's a story. It's not going to only the be one year. In the beginning, my money told a bad story, which was like my wife wasn't sure she wanted to get married until... I took care of my debt,
0: but then you got her a picture of yourself, and that <laughs> sealed the deal.
1: Uh, no, and then even afterwards, it was like a lot of conversation of like, "But this is our debt now," and she's going, "No, no, no, mm. I didn't do that.
0: I brought it to have, my marriage too.
1: Yeah, I don't have anything. I took care of my yeah. stuff. I I handled my business, and I'm, you know, apologetic and like, but I need your help, and we're together, right? And you know, we we did the joint bank account thing, and yeah. we we make decisions together about those things. Um, so in the beginning it didn't tell a really great story. Mm -hmm. It really told a story about my irresponsibility, um, lack of control, um, selfishness. Um, and then all of a sudden when it was affecting someone else besides myself and someone that I deeply cared for and loved, um, it was kind of like a smack in the face and Mm -hmm. eye opener to be like, wait, it's that it is a big deal. Hmm. And I was like, well, yeah. So the beginning it told that story. Um, then um, the story got really gross, like for a lot of people, when the economy went down the drain, um, yeah we ended up losing a house that we didn't want to lose, and we spent a year racking up a crazy amount of debt trying to
0: survive and save it. We'd Was that when the turning point happened for you guys that you had to get serious when the economy crashed??
1: Yeah, we, we were buying groceries with credit cards. Mm-hmm. Um we were doing a church plant and so we were mm. fundraised um by just friends and yep. family and um we had to had to move and we mm. couldn't get out of our house and so we were renting at a loss and we couldn't even find renters. So we hung on to that for like a year and a half, mm. I think. And uh yeah, man, that was awful like it was for a lot of people. I mean, um there's tons of stories there. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, yeah, that at the end of, um, yeah, there came a point where it was when we had our first kid hmm. that it was like, there's a story that's going to be told. And are we just going to keep living this or are we going to let, n- or are we not? And mm-hmm. it was just a decision that when it was a put a foot down and to decide to get serious and what serious look like and got on a plan and that plan was long and arduous and it hasn't always worked out like you wanted it to because life happens or things come up or there's just attrition and endurance issues. Yeah. Um, and um, just seasons of probably intensity. And so now I think it tells uh, a completely different story. Hmm. I mean, and we can talk about that over it's all connected. the of weeks.
0: Every story has to have a downside for the, for it to go up. There needs to be some tension. No one wants to watch a story that's just good no, all the totally. way through. Oh yeah, yeah. There's yeah.
1: there's tons of that, but.
0: Um, and you used um, you used uh, Dave Ramsey's uh, financial I, freedom.
1: I uh, financial peace, yeah, you I did financial peace those, university. Those yeah. principles have literally changed our life. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Which no, is which is a plan. Ultimately, yeah, it's a no, plan. It's, it's important, it, and it's sticking to it. And seeing something come through. You don't have to agree with every little bit and piece of mm-hmm. it. There's stuff that I've shifted around. Um, but um, sticking and seeing it through is different. It's just like going to the gym. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, y- you want to lose 20 pounds. It's not going to happen overnight. It's you got to grind it out.
0: Get a stomach virus and okay. it can. Okay. well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> That happened to me on Thursday. You want to run a marathon. <laughs> you're not going to be able to finish it if you've never worked on it for more than
0: a yeah. week. I think it's important. I mean, we've talked about this stuff in, like you you already said, you know, I've come to you and said, how are you, how do you have money to do this? This doesn't make sense. We're, we should have around the same income. Um, I think it's important for our people to have that vulnerability. Like we, we've kind of set up this, the beginning of this year, even you're not talking to us about, Hey, get yourself out of debt. I don't know what that's like, but fix, fix your life. I don't know why you guys have problems with money. I never have. Um, We've all had it. We're all. Some of us are still in it. Some of us have sure. overcome it. Some of us are buried by it, even worse than ever before. Um, and that's not us sitting here talking about it because we've conquered it necessarily. I haven't. You you've seen freedom from it.
1: Uh, some of it, yeah. I mean, it's we're. St- I'm still working on it. I yep. Always will. I mean, dude, I didn't. Um, I didn't get my stuff together and start saving for the future like I talked about because I just didn't realize no one talked to me about it <laughs> yep. and the importance of it until I was in my thirties. And all of a sudden, I'm way behind. For those going, of you
0: listening, we can be excited. PLD's not retiring for a very long time. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he doesn't have a retirement set up. We're okay. Yeah. He'll <laughs> be here till he's 80.
1: But, I mean, that was a, that was a huge deal. So, here, yeah. vice versa, and we've had this conversation of I'm, I'm pretty much doing anything I can to help educate and make sure yeah. um, the younger generation or even that I'm working with is doing something with retirement. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready for a conversation in 10 years and they come in and be like, Oh my gosh, thanks for doing that. Cause I'm I wouldn't have done it at myself. 45. Well, no, they just wouldn't have done it done themselves it or no one talked no. to them about the importance of it. Like mom and dad always said like, yeah, you should do this, but it's never like a leaned in. Like, no, Mm-mm. this is literally like, this is that important. Yeah. And, and there's season where you're hand to mouth and it, 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 you're just in a different, you know, 15 years down the road. Yeah. All of a sudden you're in a different place. So, That goes to this didn't go overnight. You didn't get handed some nest egg, all those types of things, but Mm. you made decisions and you honored God with your decisions. You know, um, man, and that's what we'll talk about too. Faithfully giving um, has been a huge part of the story for us. Faithfully giving when it felt like we had nothing um, to give and the the fruit that came out of that and the um, provision that came out of that and to say, like, no, 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 you're actually going to provide my daily bread. Yeah. And I'm going to give this, even though I don't know that I have it. Um, but that's what you've asked me to do. That's what's honoring to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to bless that. I There's, m- uh, there's lots of stories yeah. out of that. And I've seen other people receive the same type of stories.
0: Yeah, I similarly grew up like you. You know, my parents never talked about money. Um, my grandparents, the only, the only lesson that we learned about money as a kid, even through to today, my parents still don't talk to me about money that much, uh, is just giving, like, be a faithful giver, always give, not budget, don't do anything good with your money, other than just give it away to the church, and give it away to what God wants to do, and my parents, my grandparents literally lived that way with going and finding groceries in the mailbox when they had six kids and nothing. And I'm like, these are stories you read in a magazine. These aren't real people, but that was the way my grandparents lived. And right. and they, they're full of those stories. And my grandfather never started a retirement until he was probably 50 or 60. And he's able to retire at a normal age, and God's blessing him. Because even through all of that, he continued to give. He continued to be faithful and honoring God with what very, very tiny bit he did have. But I'm like you, man. I, I wish my parents would have taught me about money. I didn't. I didn't grow up learning about budgeting or, or retirement or any of that stuff. Yeah. Just I'll like give you, you guys a
1: one-up on on this week um, to get ahead of yourself if you've never done this. And I talked to too many people who've never made a plan or a mm-hmm. budget. It's super generic for them. Like I said, they just don't know exactly what comes in, exactly what goes out, or what it's going to. Most people don't realize what they spend on food <sighs> or... You know, like you, like mm. like records. We've talked I about know, this. I know exactly <laughs> how much. It's embarrassing, but mm. I know how much I spend. But s- sit down this week and just write out all of your bills mm. and use whatever works for you. If you want to use an Excel spreadsheet or there's all a kinds pad of punching pa- whatever it is. Yeah, pad and pencil is actually a best place to start. A pencil is good. Write down all of your bills. And then on another column, write down your income that you know of and then see where it matches up and see either why you're going in the hole what's what's going where, what's going on, and you're going to have an eye-opening experience because mm. you're either going to realize, oh my gosh, I do actually have margin. I'm just spending it on nonsense, so where am I spending it? Oh, wow, I'm spending it on this. Oh, wow, why did I make that decision? It's that whole, you know, did you not see how much it costs to build the tower before you began <laughs> building the tower? Yeah. Um, if you wanted to do something this week and get yourself a, a head start, just... Start figuring that out and have a conversation about it. and then there's some really great practices that come out of it. Like you know, there's a download an app, it's a free app. That's what I use personally, and I tell a lot of people to use it. It's called every dollar. Mm-hmm. There's a free version of it, and uh, it goes on your phone, It goes on a computer. You can um, be in touch with it. I use every dollar almost every day.
0: Hmm.
1: Like I could say just about every day um, that I look at it. Um, maybe not in the weekends but it's how i decide you know like what what where my what my mo- what story my money's telling mm-hmm. like it has a name to it yeah. so like you know example like my wife worked a basketball tournament and she made a uh, a couple extra bucks literally handed that to me in an envelope it goes to the bank then that deposit goes in and those extra couple bucks for that half day of work she did has a name it's not just like look at what i did this is for me it has a name it's for something specifically for a family or debt if we're paying off debt or whatever it is and a lot of us just don't think like that and um there's some freedom in that so you can get yourself ahead like that um a lot of us think like oh i still need to save right now I still need to save but you're paying the man the slave to the lender <sighs> all this Stick money while you're man. saving when you're when you're when you're not paying off your debt. So you don't realize that you only need a little teeny bit of savings Mm -hmm. and then get after the debt. That's the whole idea of this emergency fund, get the stuff out of the way for the emergency fund. So when something drastic happens, you have some cash and then everything else goes towards it. You'll be able to save quicker, better later if you can take care of that. So get on a plan. And I think we'll tease that out a little bit more. Um, I'm even going to give you some stuff that um, I'm trying to actually do with my kids um, to teach them some of the same things and yeah. what comes with responsibility and what the value of it is and all those types of things.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I I know you you tell us a lot of stories all the time about uh, what you're doing with your family, what you do with your money. There's a vulnerability on our staff with money, which is really cool. Um, so as we dive into more, of none stories, of it's a brag. It's no, a, no, no. It's, it's a, all a, it's honesty. All I
1: love. Uh, we yeah. love each other, and we know the power of this. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's, well, it's we don't really have much
0: money to brag about on staff anyway, so. <laughs>
1: uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's, it's it doesn't yeah. matter. It's what you, it's living within your means and making decisions. I mean, yeah, that's,
0: <laughs> yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. There's a lot of cool stories we can tell, uh, but not today. Sorry, man.
1: Okay. <laughs> Sounds good.
0: We're gonna have uh, some more fun with that. Uh, we're gonna keep going into this series.
1: Well, hit us up if there's something that you're like questioning or specifically yeah. want to know more about, or um, what also, the Bible says about specific things when it comes to that. Go ahead. What?
0: Perfect plug. You know, we're kicking off Financial Peace University Northgate U class. Yep. That's March ninth. It is. Yeah, March ninth. Perfect time to uh, if you.
1: Which I believe is a
0: Saturday.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's. If you're sitting here and you feel like this is something you need some help with, you're struggling, perfect perfect time to offer this class.
1: I'll tell you this, that uh, over the last couple of years that we've been doing Financial Peace University, there's literally almost a half a million dollars in debt that people have paid off during the class. Hmm. Crazy.
0: Do you want to be a part of that? Pay off that debt? Uh, uh, Financial people, Peace University.
1: I'm, I'm telling you right now, we'll have a class and we'll have sixty dollars to $100,000 that collectively, that group hmm. of people over those weeks of taking that class will have paid off because yeah. they got on a budget and a plan, and they realized, oh my gosh, I can do this. There yeah. is freedom, and God blesses that. Yeah.
0: 100%. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, if you if you have any questions or or you need an extra Sounds like step, John will
1: be taking the class. Johnny! <laughs> Johnny! Johnny! Hey, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh,
0: like I said, we're going to have a special video recap of our last Kill the Spider series. That video will be up on our YouTube channel where you watch the sermons. There will also be an audio version of that through the podcast where you're listening to this. Uh, We're so thankful for you guys. If you have any questions, feel free to email us. Feel free to text us if you have our numbers or just talk to us in the office. Um, Yeah, we look forward to seeing you next week.
1: Right on. Love you.
0: Love you.